One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about New Year's resolutions, the science and information about how you can keep them. After that, we're going to be getting into our What Did We Learn This Week's about updated information on the climate crisis as well as plastic water bottles. And after that, we have a new segment, folks. We're going to be taking questions, audio questions from you at the end of the podcast now. So we are changing up the format, y'all. 2024, New Year. New say us? It. Yeah, I was like New Year. Say, say the most basic a thing. Bit of a twist. So we're gonna start with what the actual title of the episode is about. In this case, New Year's resolutions. Then we're gonna do our what did we learn this week's after? Because you know what? It's a new year, and based on the studies we're talking about today, we feel like new people. And mm-hmm. it's time to elevate, it's time to grow up, and it's time to put our backs straight and not complain on this podcast about how we feel bad all the time. <laughs> And also, if you're wondering, wait, people sent in audio <laughs> questions. We, we have a new, well, we're bringing back comment corner, but with audio versions. We put on our Instagram, you can message us at asapscience.com slash chat. You just open it up and there's a record button and you can send us a voice memo. It can be a question about us, for us, about science, about the podcast, whatever. You could, you could even just straight up troll us, which one of our friends did. He's like, why are you gay? <laughs> and I knew and, it was. Um, from there, you might be featured on the pod in our comment corner section. Okay, but... More importantly, resolutions. So, we're all here. We all hate them, but we're going to talk about them. Or I mean, like, what the heck? They're my, like, I'm literally <laughs> so angry. Resolutions are. I love the new year. I oh. love resolutions so much. So people can be different. Well, wait, no, I didn't. You actually hate them. Well, it's kind of dreading because it's like, well, here we go again. Am I going to make resolutions, and are they going to come real? And am I going to fail them? And it's just like a lot of Whoa. pressure. Okay, so the first thing I'll say is that one study I found, this is sort of like, you know, helping me realize what I do feel is to be true, that people are more likely to feel like a different person after the new year. Even based on timing, you think of yourself as more different last year mm-hmm. than say it were any other month, like, you know, right, from between August. Yeah. So they're like, August. and it's a cultural shift that um, this, this psychologist also said makes people start to think more as if they're a character in a life not necessarily living the exact life and i was like that is kind of how i feel well they're like you know it's a chapter book like you'll always look back based on years of your life like obviously people also turn the page on their birthday and probably think of themselves before and after their birthday as well but the new year is like an easy time to be like that was 2023 yeah leaving that behind but my point was more like it is actually a good time to reevaluate and change habits because you have that psychological energy on your side which is that you do feel different like we all kind of yeah. do and today we kind of wanted to focus on like what actually makes resolutions successful i know this kind of science gets thrown out there all the time but it's always being updated 
And there's lots of psychology there's behind trends. resolutions. There's, there's serious trends right now that I've noticed in all the updated. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like through the years, it's kind of gone, kind of gone back and forth between some people and some scientists being like, resolutions don't work. Most people fail their resolutions. To then like maybe there's more nuance to that and more studies that are like, okay, well here's the way you can have more successful yeah. resolutions. Are there like the study I found is like um, in the last couple of years it came out and it was just kind of like what kinds of resolutions are more successful? Is there a way that you can structure them that actually helps you succeed and help you hit them? Um, so we're going to look into that kind of stuff. So yeah, like give me some. Do you want me to just like give me some. jump right in? Yeah, because I need, I'm in the midst of trying to keep all of mine. In. Okay, well, I think it's obvious that the most common type of resolution is like health related, whether yeah. it's fitness, whether it's losing weight, whether it's gaining weight, like a lot of people start to think about their health in the new year. Hence, everyone makes jokes that like gyms get full in January and yeah. like subscriptions go through the roof and it's a like a hellish time if you're at a busy gym. Um, but this was trying to figure out not necessarily just about health, like how, what kind of goals are most successful. So it was on a thousand people and they're put into three different groups. Hmm. So you have like your control group and then you have a group that's called the support group. That meant they were like literally given a page of info about like certain kinds of exercises they could do or like what makes resolutions successful. And then they were also, they basically had to choose somebody who was their support that they would meet with every month to follow up with their goal. Whoa, imagine then, doing that. Okay. Yeah, to kind of like have an accountability yeah. partner or somebody who would like check in with you. Yeah. And then the third group was called extended support. They were basically given like even more research and even more specific ideas around how to have successful resolutions. Um, yeah, so they compared like, all these three. Okay, yeah, I'm like which one's the one? At the end of the year, all out of everyone, 55% of people thought they had been successful in the resolutions, okay. which is way higher than I thought. Cause I yeah. feel like I'm always like, well, I love that. Like thought they'd been successful. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well actually that comes into play here. So they're like, you weren't, <laughs> but yeah. they thought they well, were. okay. So participants with approach oriented goals were significantly more successful than those with avoidance oriented goals. So if your goal is like to not do something, it's probably a much harder goal oh, than more if it is. That to do something yeah more on that later folks um weirdly the most successful group was just the basic support group it was way more mm. successful than the control and the extended support group which the study even commented like we were really surprised yeah. by this you'd think having more information basically in some ways what they thought was like actually by having more information about how to successfully analyze their goals, they were more likely to see them failed. as failures because yeah, they were like, you know, a lot of times it's like you need to have specific goals. So instead of saying, I want to be healthier, say, I'm going to go to the gym twice a week. And so by that metric, if you have that measurable, mind, yeah, but then you're able to say, oh, I actually was not healthier to my goal or sorry, I was oh, yeah. healthier, what? but I didn't reach my goal. Whereas oh. if you just said, I want to be healthier and you ended up going like a couple times here and there, you'd be like, Oh, I was a bit healthier. Yeah. So it's like easier to succeed in your goal. If it's not that specific. Wait, that's so the opposite of my research, which is that your goals have to be specific. Sorry. Oh. That is what all the research shows. Oh, okay. Th this study was trying to understand why would the extended support group 
be saying they failed more often. And it's just because they had more it's, information. It's because they were making specific goals, so it's very clear when you fail. Huh. Whereas if you don't have specific goals, you might think you kind of succeeded. Oh, but, but in theory, you actually did Yeah. Uh, okay. Like you were literally saying that a second okay. ago. Like it's easy to be like, oh, okay. yeah, like I was healthier this So year. it's like they thought they did well, but it's like they actually failed. Well, you wouldn't know, <laughs> so, yeah. but when you have all these specific yeah. parameters, you're able to say, Oh, damn, I, I every week I didn't go twice a week, so I obviously didn't reach my So I was literally saying, like, okay, like you are gonna likely to fail. You're just gonna feel it more if you do the specific goal. But if you actually want to have your resolutions work, you do need a specific yeah, goal. Yeah, I bet if they cause this is all like self-reporting, right? Like, did you yeah. make your goal? My this is my anecdotal assumption is like if they were actually tracking them diligently, they would probably be like, Oh yes, the people who had specific goals, as previous research has shown were closer, closer to their goals yeah, yeah, because yeah. they had specificity. A year is so long. At the end of the year, I'm like, a year is so short. Like any resolution is so easy. And then now that I'm like January 8th, I'm like, you expect me to do this shit like for <laughs> another week, let alone a year. I'm like, I've already leveled up. I did it for one week. Like leave me alone. I'd say for me personally, that is the hardest part. It's like, it's obviously so easy at the beginning of the year when you have crazy motivation. And there's nothing else to do because it's like, at least for us in Toronto, it's gray outside. And yeah, and you're coming out of holidays, so you yeah. just had a bunch of free Stimulation. time. And you're kind of like, yes, I have energy. Yeah. I've relaxed. <laughs> I'm back. I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to floss my teeth every day. But already, like, two weeks in, I'm just, or, like, I guess it's literally a little over a week. And I'm yeah. like, am I really going to do this every day this Girl, whole year? two weeks, as <laughs> if. And we didn't if, even count the first because we were hungover. We're like, it's not the new year yet. That's true. Okay, so what are your resolutions? Mine are slay so far like in terms of like what you've accomplished you mean yeah like i said what are your resolutions yeah well we kind of talked about it on the last pod but oh. right didn't we say resolutions but what i ended up as my like sort of yeah final. that's what i want to know well um give them hit me well mine aren't very actually they're okay. not specific no eh? okay well this ties into something else that i learned from a podcast called hidden brain love it if you listen to it there was an episode about like how you create habits in your life and how your body's instinct is to always just do like the easiest thing, right? Like yeah. it's always like look choose. at your phone. Yeah. Um, it's just like the way it's trick is follow the easiest path. And the way they actually explained it was kind of interesting. They were like, it's like chat GPT. It's doing the most likely thing, giving given the configuration of things that have happened before. Yeah, yeah, right. Like you, you don't. That's why you often pick up your phone and yeah, just look at it. Yeah. Like your your body just does things. So what's your resolution? So I feel I like you're think, beating around the bush. No, I'm getting there to like, show. That break I, up with my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've been really focused on like how do I create a structure. My main resolution has always been for many years like write more music, do more music. Yeah, and it's been not very specific. Now it is gotcha. one to two hours every single weekday where I sit down and write music. But I've been trying to stack my resolutions. Like I'd also really love to use my phone less. So what I've decided to do is I have my work uh, music set up now at the office. And it's like I leave my phone at home. I get a walk. I come here, 20, 25 minute walk. That is also another nice healthy thing. I have two hours of music and then I go home. Yeah. And so, good. I mean, it's been eight days. Has there been any reason why you're like, I can't do this any longer? Only because I'm like tired sometimes. And like I have noted, I'm, I'm trying to fine tune my morning because I'm a really slow morning person. Oh so. God, tell me about it. I come downstairs and I look at him and he, you look at me like, <laughs> don't 
talk to me and I'm like, don't talk to me when I had my coffee. But I'm already why, like, I haven't even had my coffee. I'm just and like, I'm, okay. It's like an hour and a half before Greg and it still is me like just it's waking It's so up. funny. Like you like, you like, you like seize the day at the beginning as if it's like going to be the worst day ever. <laughs> well, it's a, I'm definitely addicted to caffeine. And I, I love the morning because there's hope. All the like falling I apart do hasn't love the happened yet. What has happened is I have ritualized and I love sitting and drinking my coffee. And so what I'm realizing now is I sometimes do that for like 45 minutes. But now I'm like, if I need, if I want to get here in time, you like I've that. moved my work day to the afternoon, but I need to get here by a certain time yeah. to fit my music in. So now I'm like making coffee, making breakfast. Like I know this is like so basic and I'm so privileged to have the flexibility to move my schedule around like this. And I know a lot of people wake up and do this all at once, but I have such a habit of making my coffee and sitting down and maybe I'll like go on my phone or do Duolingo or like <laughs> read or listen to the radio. Oh my now God. Like, your new oh things, God, your new things making your breakfast and having a coffee like a normal person at and the starting. Same time. Yeah. Okay. Because I've glamorized and I've made it such a ritual to have my coffee first before yeah. I eat. Yeah, you have. Um, so I've been trying to break that in the morning as a habit. Okay. And I've realized in the same way I'm trying to create a habit, it's really hard to break one. Yeah. Because everything in my being when I wake up wants to go sit on the couch with my coffee. And I do it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I'm allowed 10 minutes of sitting. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, what is Life your... is so boring when you find out people's like actual routines, yeah. like on Instagram, like we, and like celebrities, like live seems so interesting, but like we're all so boring. We just like yeah. get up, have breakfast and coffee, and then like, I know, and work. I hate that I'm like trying to optimize my life, but in some ways I'm like it's resolution. I'm just gonna try whatever. It for it's a year. the time of year you're gonna in two weeks. Don't worry, we're gonna be on this podcast. Like remember <laughs> that thing I did for one week? Literally. Well, what's yours? <laughs> well, mine is I've had such a bad day because I fell off of it, and I'm gonna talk mm. about that, but. It is that I get up and I don't look at my phone until I've done an hour of work and an hour of painting. And it's been Ooh. so fun. And it also, and then also putting my phone away at 9 p.m. And there's other ones like cleaning the house for 15 minutes. Is that one of your resolutions? Yeah. Aww, that's great. Thank you. The way you said that, what do you mean? Why do you say it like I'm a baby? Why, why baby? No, I'm just saying Aww. I benefit from that. Like, amazing. Oh, Thank oh. you. Like, oh, I, didn't make, I didn't make that a resolution. Like, oh, like, she died. Oh. No, I can tell. I'm like starting to notice. I'm like, oh, so he just leaves his plates everywhere. I thought I was the clean one. Like, I'm now like, oh, like, you if mean I you thought I was the clean one. Sorry, I thought you were the clean one, but now I'm like, neither of us are clean because with 15 minutes a day, I'm starting to be like, damn, my messy ass roommate. <laughs> um, yeah. So the acronym that I learned was called SMART, which is a great acronym Classic. for your New Year's resolutions, which means specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. Mm. But the one thing, and I'll go through those more clearly because it is helpful. The one thing that they lack, which I have found is the biggest trend in New Year's stuff this year like many new science articles, men's health, like all the whatever's is all about like get out of jail free cards and like failing is important. That you get out of jail free cards. Like that like you're you know you're allowed to fail. Cause what they said right. is that everyone just makes these smart, specific, mm. measurable, attain like do good New Year's resolutions. And then when they fail, they're just like throw, them, the throw them out. Yeah. And then that's like the February vibe. And then you yeah. forget about it. And so like, for example, today, Mitch was so rushed, rushed in the morning because he had to get here <laughs> that he was like, you have to go on your phone because we had like a specific message. I was just like, can you respond for me? And you were like, no, well, I was I, like, I, I'm past I my can't. phone. I can't. I, I have to go. And I was out the door and I was like, hey, you're so annoying. But well, why should your resolution have to force me to no, do something? We'll talk about in therapy. Um, it was a moment where I was like, you actually are annoying. But um, 
um, I then went on my phone to send this message and it was like, I'm reading a book stolen focus. Like your phone is so we will be talking about it a lot this year. Scary. And like, I actually couldn't cause I went on to respond to a message at immediately when I woke up, I could not go. I just, all of a sudden I went on all the apps and all of a sudden it was half an hour later. And all of a sudden I was like, okay, I didn't do it mm. because I was like, cause you you looked at one thing, which led to another. I just like, was like, these things are designed in an insane way. The whole way it's worked so far is I just don't even look at my phone. I don't touch my phone. And I just got my coffee and my breakfast, like most boring episode ever. <laughs> go up and I just start working. And it's like all of a sudden, like two hours later, it's, it's actually easy. I'm painting, I've worked yeah. and then I got my phone and then I'm off to the races of whatever. It was crazy how I just like, I needed to respond to something on WhatsApp. And like mm. to do that, you have to see all the other WhatsApps. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that kind of reminds you of the other text you have to send your friend. It's just crazy. So I fell off but it doesn't mean I'm not going to do it tomorrow. Right. So like that was the main thing. It was like, you are allowed to fail. You have to be okay with the ability to fail and allow yourself the next day to be like, okay, it's not even like starting over. You're just starting as if that. Yeah. Happen. You just, I think that like, obviously that's such an important lesson, especially for the other perfectionists out there like me, who that, could like be the, the reason. idea like once it. you don't come here once you might not come back yeah, yeah but i've i've been like working on that a lot in my life for many things it's no, like I get what you're saying. it's a, it's a lifelong thing and it, yeah it's okay to like even with um like exercising like there's gonna be times when hey, i have an injury or i'm just too tired or i'm just too busy and like yeah. even the too tired like that's okay as long yeah. as it's not like happening all the time and i'm making it an excuse because at first you start to like get really down on yourself and you're like, oh man, I, I can't do this. Yeah. Versus just like everything great anyone has ever done just took persistence and like yeah. had setbacks and roadblocks and failures. The nice and, thing about the phone thing is like I'm so much more anxious today. It makes me feel so much worse that you're like, okay, like, like I want to do the, the one. Tone. No. Is that what you meant? Sorry. Yeah. Or I just mean like I actually feel worse when I do mm. the, like, or I feel worse today than the other days when I, actually followed through on the resolution that's a good thing because yeah so that kind of leads to the back to the smart acronym so specific obviously their big example is you don't say like lose weight mm -hmm. like you can't if you have a, res a resolution that says lose weight they're arguing like you literally cannot follow through. that doesn't make vague. any sense yeah yeah so you could like calorie count it could be like lose five pounds in three months it could be like to exercise for half an hour, three times a week, like those types of things. You're like, okay, that makes obviously mm -hmm. does make sense. That is healthier. If you do three times a week, you know, like you can say, okay, I did that. That's my resolution, but I am healthier. Like mm -hmm. that is your resolution. Yeah. The, yeah. The vague one. Yeah. It's like, you could start vague. Like what is a general yeah. goal? But I then want, you have to and then make how a, do I yeah. make sub versions of this that are more specific. But then they said that, people like kind of what you were saying are more likely to keep reservations that are additive, not taking away. So for the health one, it's like eat three fruits a day mm -hmm. as opposed to eat less junk. Like food. have no cookies or something like that. Yeah. yeah or, or yeah, was the same as like no cookies. <laughs> I'm like, that seems insane. Like eat less cookies. Yeah. Sorry, and like, I think it's interesting because, and I do this too, is like you go to the extreme and remembering like you don't have to have the most extreme goal because sometimes that's what makes you feel like crap on your life. Yeah. Literally eat zero junk food this year and then you have- You had that as one? Well? No, no, oh. but I'm saying in general, I'm sure there are people out there that are like me and make these extreme goals and that also yeah. like, pushes you back when you- making one mistake means you failed versus yeah. like eating less or like having a goal of, yeah, eating more 
healthy fruits. You, it does make sense. It's like be healthier. It's like, oh no, eat three fruits a day versus eat less junk food. It's like obviously eat three fruits a day sounds so much more fun. And you can actually go, I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like every day. Yeah, it's measurable. It. Yeah. And then the like attainable one is interesting. It's like you shouldn't do things like get a new job because mm, that actually is know. out of your control in a way. Like yeah. things that you can apply for, things you have to get into. They're like, don't make that your resolution. You could say, I want to apply mm -hmm. to three jobs. So then you could apply to three jobs and not get them, but you're like, it'll still feel, you'll still feel more accomplished yeah. than if you're like, get a new job and then you try and you fail. Yeah. I and guess that's also like, not your fault, really. Yeah. You can never know. Yeah. And, th and that could be a variety of things like applying for school. It could be like, yeah, anything that are, like, I was like, I bet a lot of people do have those types of things like, like get in a, like cast in a commercial or to mm -hmm. like if you're in the arts it would be really hard it's like no what are the things you can do around that that you can still attain on your own with your own autonomy and I was like that's a good yeah point. I wonder if like it would be smart I know a lot of people do like vision boards and stuff and maybe it's important to separate what a vision board is from resolutions because yeah. like uh, obviously for a lot of people like having the vision of like getting the success they want is what can drive them so saying i want yeah. to book a gig or i want yeah. to reach x many things and get cast vision boards show. have always been so dark to me yeah maybe like, but like it gives people like inspiration, yeah no i, I, I right? get that like, it's like yeah a lot of people start by saying this is what i want Right. Like yeah. if you want to get into a university, you're going to say, I want to get into university, but that shouldn't be your resolution. So the resolution yeah. is like, okay, well, what's the, the elements like I can actually do. Yeah. And then at the end of the year go, I did everything I could apply to five universities. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm -hmm. also the study about the um, additive versus subtractive, it, it was of a thousand sixty six people found that those who had positive resolutions, AKA eat more vegetables rather than less junk food were 70% more likely to keep them. Hmm. So like that is like, makes sense and then the final part of smart is the timely the t and that's just like you need deadlines like you can't have the year be your deadline you need to make mm. sort of like and we talked about that before like seasonal new years would be smart like new resolutions every season yeah. like you have to give yourself less than 365 days according to these psychology studies to actually hit deadlines that would relate to your yeah it's probably that same thing like it's like this 365 can be your big one and then how do you like the study was a monthly check-in or yeah a, like can you set up goals along the way that you're trying to hit so you're motivated each month or each week although a 2007 study by the british psychologist richard wiseman found <laughs> it was 3,000 people and 88 percent failed to achieve their resolutions although 52 percent oh, were confident when they made them that they'd be able to do them because they were easy huh, so, so it's just like by the end of the year like think about how long that is from yeah. now like 88 percent of us failing like yeah probably are you kidding i'm not gonna get up every morning yeah. like i'm saying it like i might but like i can just like picturing this summer it feels like a completely different like the year is such a long time. Well, that's why, like, because I've noticed I have failed a lot of my resolutions in the past, and most of them don't bother me, like, or I, I just kind of forget about them. Because by yeah, halfway yeah. through the year, I'm like, what even was my resolution? Yeah, the energy of now, like, why are we doing this podcast? Like, it all just goes away, and, like, life gets in the way. Yeah, but that's why that podcast was really inspiring to me about... Habits. Like, habits. And habits is a weird word. It's not like it's more like your habits define what you will do versus you. Yeah. Define. Obviously it's a cycle, but it's like when you have the motivation trying to set up a system that will then become automated. And it is like brain. even just that 
morning off my phone. Like I woke up, it was funny. I woke up this morning. I was like, Mitch, I actually could, I didn't know where my phone was because I hadn't seen it in so long. Because <laughs> literally like this, I'm going to, I'm literally going to kill you too. Because I was like, and then all you didn't, all you said was like, well, you need to find it and respond to a message right now. And I was like, I'm so I'm mad at you. But, um, but the, <laughs> like, I'm literally so mad, but, um, it, does bleed into everything else. Like I genuinely think I'm more addicted to my phone today because I started with it than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. Cause you kind of are just like, Oh, I went all that time without it. And it was like, I kind of had a lot of fun. I was working. I was like really yeah. stimulated. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it becomes less interesting. Like I'm hoping the habit will at least make me decrease my phone use overall. Yeah. Time. But we'll see. I don't know. I think it's like anything like, in terms of like the bad things in your life, like once there, every day is a new day. You have new motivation. You've like rested. Your brain I'm is ready so to go. Anxious. Yeah. And I think like your phone being introduced early. And I know a lot of studies talk about this. It's like it is better to avoid it right in the morning for a variety of reasons. But once something's introduced, even like junk food, it's kind of like I feel like there's a subconscious and a conscious part that's like, well, I already failed it today, so yeah. the rest of the day I can just yeah, whatever, honestly, throw the rest of the day yeah, away. I kind of feel like that, and it's hard not to, but it's because you're like, okay, I'll reset tomorrow, and yeah. that's also okay. It's important to remember, like you said, you're allowed to have your fail days, yeah, and like that's okay, and they're going to happen. Yeah, it's inevitable. You're never going to be able to have motivation every day. Another thing they said. And sometimes your partner is going to need you to check your phone. Oh God, Mitch! No, and that's going to be straight to therapy tomorrow, five four fifteen. See you soon, Mia. Um, but the other thing was about how you can predict the issues that are going to come and what you'll specifically do in those instances. So, for example, for me, I should have been like, actually, yeah, I should have been like, okay, there will be mornings where your partner is going to be like, you have to go on your phone. Okay, this has never happened before. Okay, well, we're all listening and, you know, it's recorded. So it's down in history. I'm just continuing to speak the truth. There will be mornings where your partner says you have to go on your phone. What do you do? Like, if I had preemptively or, been like, I... Or there will be mornings when you need to check your phone regardless of your partner. Okay, okay, sorry. And you should be like... I'm going to go look at my phone. How do I make sure I'm only going to yeah, go Yeah, like maybe it's like I, I could have had a pre-plan that's like someone's going to need to be texted in the morning. So you're allowed to maybe do all your texts and that's it. Like if I had pre-thought about it, like what happened is I opened it up and it was on WhatsApp and then I had a bunch of WhatsApp texts. So I responded to them all and then that made me feel like I'd failed. So I just went to then my actual text and I went mm -hmm. to my Instagram. Like it just but it's like, okay, no, actually whatever platform that text is on, you're allowed to respond to them all. And then you, and I might've been able to be like, okay, I did it. Respond to all my WhatsApp. Mm. Now I'm gone. So preemptively realizing what will be the triggers and what your plan is around them. It's kind of smart if you're yeah. willing to do that. It's just so hard when you're like, it's, it's just a constant battle, but I guess that's all life really is constant battle. And that can be looked at as a really sad, bad thing, or it's just like a fine thing. And that's yeah. just, you know, it's like one of those things I forget what the name is for it. I think I've mentioned it on this podcast, how like dishes and messy house are just a thing you will have to deal with forever. Yeah. Like they don't go away. They're yeah. busy tasks that you have to do. Like, unless yeah. someone else is doing it for you. And I think this kind of thing, it's like better to have that perspective. Like you will always have to like get back on the bike when you fall off yeah. and, and realize like it's just something that you constantly do and constantly work on and it's okay if it like fades away and comes back from time to time. But we will give you updates y'all. We'll give you updates on where we're at. Smart. Remember that specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely and honestly, good luck. <laughs>
You know what I was thinking for like our comment corner is smart because I was kind of like, oh, I'm curious about people and their relationship with resolutions. Maybe for future episodes before they happen, we can get people sending in thoughts about a topic. Oh, so be like, you we have a, I mean? we have an episode coming out about resolutions. Like what have your, your okay. best tips been or whatever? Cause then we can engage with, instead of like talking about resolutions in the next yeah. episode. So uh, asapscience.com slash chat. We'll let you know what our upcoming episodes are when we're organized enough to know that. <laughs> or I mean, just check our Instagram. Then, yeah. Like we'll post it on our yeah. Instagram stories. Like before we're recording, give you a chance to send in a voice note. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited to hear from y'all, but thank you so much for listening to this episode. Okay. So we'll do, fun. what did we learn this week after the break? And then we'll get into the, it's the first ever voice note that we got that we're going to Yeah. Do. Oh, and if you're watching on YouTube, like this will mainly just be on the uh, on audio, audio podcast. So go over to the audio version if you want to listen to it. Bye YouTubers. <laughs> okay. But we're taking a break and we're coming back. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, what did we learn this week? Okay, so hot off the press, what did we learn in the last two minutes? Yeah, Greg was on his tabletta. <laughs> well, NASA delays the moon mission that includes Canadian astronaut Jeremy Hansen. And it's so whole, more than a year. Yeah, it's a bummer. If you hadn't heard about this, I mean, like, not that I care that much about the moon, but... All Whoa, the- okay, Oops. he doesn't care about the moon. <laughs> Folks, this just in, Mitchell Ryan Moffat doesn't care about the moon. Okay, what I'm Celestial say- objects... For him in 2024. <laughs> no, okay. So that, all I mean is like this was one of the things that was like in 2024, the exciting science stuff that's happening. It was always one of them. And it's that for the first time since the 70s, there'll be yeah. like a human mission to the moon. Um, so I was like excited about that. And yeah. I was like, I want to make a video Even about that. Even though you don't care about the moon, it's it's interesting that you were so excited about that. But um, <laughs> no, I just think that would have been one of those moments where like we would have all for a day been like, humanity came together mm-hmm. to watch mostly white Americans get to the moon. <laughs> it's not about the division, even though it clearly represents like the race to get to the moon against Russia, like whatever. <laughs> I was just trying to be positive. I realized, no, actually it wouldn't have been that hopeful. It would have been like so Western vibes. Yeah. But it's kind of like, we didn't to do this. Also, whoa, we're being so negative. Like truly every like science journal was like this year when we got to the moon, like tear flick and we're yeah. literally being like boring <laughs> another year later. It's like, wow, we need to get our priorities in order. But I know, I do know what you mean. So I'm going to talk 
about um, some client climate information that's positive. Oh, yours is positive. Okay, because yeah. mine's not so positive. Okay. So it was with a climate scientist who I really like, and it was, of course, spinning the climate crisis in a conscious way to be more positive so that people feel hope and then hopefully take more action because as they start by saying is like, it's bad y'all <laughs> like we're in a bad place. Like if you just have to accept, like she's not trying to say we should pretend everything's fine mm-hmm. cause it's not, it's a really bad place, but doom and gloom can make people really tap out. Yeah. And yeah, like it is bad anyways in that, but still on that note, <laughs> what she said was that right now your carbon emissions in general will be half of what your grandparents were, which I thought was so interesting because I do feel like people assume they're consuming more energy. Cause it's like, yeah. What do you mean? Like what your grandparents were when they were your age? Kind yes, of vibe? Oh, yes. Okay. Because of a, the efficiency of electricity and technology. So like okay. to turn on a TV back in the day, would have been, Oh my God, gallons of coal. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas now it's just like, Okay, efficiency is important. That's why you hear about efficiency right. a lot in engineering and tech. But most most importantly, it's just that we have decreased across the world the burning of coal. And so in places like the UK, that's the main reason why hmm. you would be, be con- pre- like consuming less. Yes, and it's about wind and it's about solar. And another thing that she said, which was so interesting, was that China this year alone, depl- last year, so 2023, deployed enough solar and wind power to power all of the UK or France. Wow. So like because solar and wind is so cheap now and so efficient, like obviously there's a reason why people are changing to that. It's mm. more efficient. It's cheaper. Like, hello, that's what like humans need. Yeah. And the other thing she was saying was that because rich companies are decoupling from fossil fuel industries, well, there was this fear like 10 years ago that like, oh, you try to get rid of fossil fuels, then obviously your GDP and like your yeah, growth is going to go economy. down. But now they're like, no, we've proven that's not the case. The rich countries are still the rich countries, even though their emissions are decreasing like way quicker okay. than any other no, that is, this is all really nice and exciting. And yeah. Like, part of me is like, oh, like we should make a video or something about like the positive climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because it is hard because she's also in the same breath. Like we're doomed. We're doomed. <laughs> like, no, no. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. Well, yeah. Oh my God. It's so hard. It's like in the same breath. She's like, it's very it's serious. So serious. And, yeah. and we are already going to face consequences. And fossil and fuel companies are actually so scary. Like she yeah, is like, okay, have a like, vested interest in, yeah. in making sure solar wind, the cheaper, more visual ones don't take over. So mm-hmm. she's not, it just was like a better way to think of it. And it's what I learned this week. What I think is important in terms of that positive stuff is especially f- it's for the people who already care and already yes. want to make a difference. Yeah. And I think you need a win every now and then you can't yeah. just every, like every month we're just like, Oh, hottest month ever on record. Oh, hottest yeah. year ever on record. Oh, like, well, that's going to happen for the next three years because of El Nino for yeah. sure. And the climate crisis is just so much worse than we I'm realize. just saying like, <laughs> I'm like, so I'm trying just, so hard. You need to feel yeah. like a win sometimes. Wait. Otherwise you get so, so you're sad. about to hit us with a lose. Well, mine's not climate change per se, but it was a new study on bottled water okay. uh, turns out okay. it's up to a hundred times worse than previously thought when it comes to like plastic particles that end up in places like hundred times water. worse like in terms of nanoparticles of plastic that end wow. up in the water oh, they've realized with a new study not that this number matters or that will be like, yeah. relevant but it's like on average 240 
thousand detectable fragments of plastic per liter of water in popular brands, Oof. which is like up to 100 times higher than previous estimates. The thing that freaks me out about that too is it's like everyone always focuses on plastic water bottles because it's the most sort of like obviously like don't buy that. You mm. know what I mean? Like you have a cup at home or you can like everyone's like my Nalgene. Like mm. it's like there's a culture around it. So it feels so easy. But then I'm like every like fruit blueberry oh, like, like wrapped in plastic. yeah like yeah. i get a little bit freaked out sometimes when i go how to the much grocery. because yeah. it's like people, unavoidable this is focusing on plastic water bottles but doesn't mean it's not the same issue from the blueberry plastic yeah carton. what i would say with water is that the plastic is more like like it makes sense the plastic would leach into the water, the water which you're consuming yeah. where like at least the blueberries are just sitting in a plastic container yeah. in a different uh, i'm not saying oh, that okay i see what you mean I thought, okay i was thinking the water is like the way but i mean <laughs> yeah yeah to be clear they don't we don't really understand what impact this has on people's health and ecosystems like it's all so complicated we assume it's not going to be a good impact but there's like they're trying to figure out what's yeah. bad and the scarier part is that like this plastic is not just in water bottles it's everywhere it's like we wash our plastic maze clothes in laundries that just runs plastic into our water systems and then like we're pouring our water and it's just like there's plastic in it yeah and they've even found plastic in like fetuses and stuff like that yeah. it's like we are probably at some point in our lives going to be fa maybe not our lives. Great maybe. advertising for the Barbie movie. Like you're plastic. Oh, We're yeah. all plastic. I'm <laughs> yeah. pissing plastic. Um, so anyway, I just thought that was like, I'm always so happy. The water bottle I'll use is like, like a metal canteen thing. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. Like I'm always thinking though, like, Oh, I use like plastic Tupperware and all these things. I'm analogying the boots house down girly, but that's plastic. I know. I'm just saying, but I'm like, I'm keeping it and I'm getting in. Not only is it plastic, it's like green plastic. Some of mine are pink. Like I got all different colors. Uh, anyway, that's hopefully it's not too sad. Um, and I'm glad that you brought some hopeful. Okay. News. So well, we'll take a little break. Uh, and well, not really. No, break, we're not even going to take a break. We're going to go right into our first ever call. And this is obviously going to be janky because we've never done this before. <laughs> and this is the first one we ever received. So oh, you woo! win. You win. Comment Please adopt my husband and I so we can immigrate to Canada. We great children. We take care of Ernie. We clean around the house. Tired of living in the States and worried about the next election. Thanks. Love you guys. Okay. Oh, it was so cute. And then it got dark. <laughs> that was from Carrie. Carrie, thank you so much. So asking to be adopted. Okay, interesting. Legally, this could be very <laughs> interesting. I mean, we are looking into adoption right now. Yeah, for kids. <laughs> but maybe we'll just adopt dog sitters. Okay, wait. It did make me think of something crazy, which I learned about yesterday, which is that more than half of the world is voting this year because they mentioned the American election, which is obviously going to be stressful. The greatest number of people are voting in national elections this year than ever before in the history of Earth. 76 countries will be shifting wow. their national governments. Isn't that crazy? Which represents more than half the population is what you're saying? Yeah, and the most Ooh. ever. So I know that you might be stressed about Including the upcoming America, right? elections. Yeah. yeah, America's like the a big, big one. one. <laughs> like, but just know it's happening in other countries. It could happen in Canada, but they didn't include Canada because it, it technically isn't supposed to. Um, but there's one in Taiwan, I think, in a few days. One in Bangladesh that just happened. Like, 
big things are happening in India. They're like re-switching so much stuff this year. Like it's a big one. Well, I also just want to say to be positive and to talk directly to Carrie. Like I know it's easy sometimes to be down on America, but it, it, we always often like remind ourselves it's such a big place. Like there's yes. so many amazing things that come out of America. I know there are also like equally as many like Disney. <laughs> but no, it's like easy to get down because yeah. it's also just like so big physically and population yeah. wise that there's more people in California than all of Canada. Like we can make federal progressive changes so easily. There's so few of us. And comparatively, about like, America, think of like, it's like what? think of like a little Scandinavian country that's like super affluent, a small population, and homogenous as hell. It's like yeah. so much easier to have like a homogenous viewpoint, yes. whereas America is like extremely diverse. Yeah, has like a very tumultuous history. Like it part of it's to, a desert, part of it's frozen, part of it like you're yeah. It is a so, nice way to think about it. I know the feeling, and sometimes I'm like America be crazy, but also. Yeah. That I'm just like, but There's, also so many Americans I know are amazing. We will adopt you if you want, but don't worry. I think stay there and keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> yeah, I know that's so lame. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep fighting for Biden. Like it's just like so wild. But it's going to be hard here too when the elections come to Canada. Like everyone is in similar boats. Although in Mexico, the election, the only two real options are women. That's kind of cool. Mm. Like whereas like. Yeah, like we are obviously going man on like man as everything's fucking gay porn. Up like and like man on man, man on man on man on man on man in politics. <sighs> but anyways, thank you so much. Also, thanks for being the first ever. Know that, yeah, Carrie. You're you a real one. You get to hold that title. And if you want to send us a message at any time, you can do it. We'll start thinking about the like yeah, episode how to stuff, preemptively. Like, you yeah. know how we can. If you want to send us like thoughts about resolutions, if you have good resolutions. Yeah, we might include it. Or yeah. uh, like good ways that you've kept up your resolutions. Like we're happy to hear them and maybe we will include that. But I was just thinking it might be fun cool. to switch up. Um, okay. Thank you so much for listening. ASAPscience.com slash chat. If you want to talk to us, there's a little new format. Happy <laughs> new year. It's a resolution for us to even do this. Like yeah. next week we're back to the old ways. There's no chats. <laughs> Kidding. We're going to do it. Okay. Thanks for listening guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.